If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. For the last week of September 2019, you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you're listening on a phone, you might be wondering just how much battery life listening to this podcast will relieve you of. It's not an unreasonable question because there's only so much battery life a phone can give and everything makes a dent. You look at the phone to check an email and the battery drops. You take a call or listen to music and it drops. You take plenty of pictures and check them out on that lovely screen and you better believe it's going to drop. You only have so much battery life before you plug it back in and you can't always do that. So what's your choice? You might want to look at a phone with a big screen because while they can get a wee bit unwieldy and a little heavy, they tend to offer for bigger batteries thanks to the size of the overall device. Larger devices with 6-inch screens and higher typically throw in bigger batteries, and that can mean more battery life, though there's more at stake than that. A big phone doesn't always mean a huge battery life, even though you can definitely expect it, because companies tend to do a lot of balancing. High-end phones like the Galaxy Note 10 Plus offer a positively massive screen and comparative battery size, and yet it fetches a little over a day, while the Huawei Mate 20 Pro achieves closer to two. How do companies do this? Well, it's all a balancing act. By working out what you need more, companies can make their batteries more capable. Some companies will go to great lengths to tweak the operating system of the phone, while others will make the battery bigger to compensate. In fact, once you go for a phone measuring 6 inches or higher, you start seeing battery sizes of 4,000 milliamps and higher, which can be more than enough for up to two days. The kicker then becomes how you use your phone. If you take a lot of phone calls, regardless of what you have, you can probably expect to charge it nightly. The same is true if you use the camera a lot or play games. There are features that will just drain a battery like the screen, the camera, or the processing needed for games and big apps. But a big battery can help, and it's one reason why people turn to big phones. Some of the bigger phones this year include the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus and Note 10 Plus, and they deliver big screens and big feature sets, yet only feature typically a day or a day and a half of battery life. Huawei's Mate 20 Pro and P30 Pro can hit closer to 2, but do so with a different take on Android, while other devices like the Google Pixel range and the LG V50 net closer to a day and a half. And then there's the iPhone, more specifically the brand new iPhone 11 Pro Max, which sports a new screen optimized for battery life and increased battery size, as well as some AI smarts meant to work out your battery needs for you. There's also a new chip under the hood, the Apple A13 Bionic, which includes a boost in performance and an up upgrade from two cameras to three. On the whole, it's a very similar phone to the iPhone XS Max that came before it, even sporting almost the same look. The glass on the back is different and more resistant to drops and easier to grip. But if you have last year's XS Max, you may not care much about the new phone, except for the cameras and the extra battery life. On the battery side of things, we found roughly a day and a half of battery life, which is pretty much close to what we saw last year. Though the iPhone XR last year offered the best battery life of any iPhone so far, suggestive that the iPhone 11 this year will win on the battery side of things since it's very similar to the XR. At the camera level, however, Apple has made some improvements, adding an ultra-wide camera to give you more ways to frame while upgrading the portrait mode and low-light capabilities. The iPhone 11 Pro Max now handles low-light much better than its XS sibling did, meaning you can get shots in the dark quite well, though Huawei's P30 Pro still has the edge. Apple's improvements are definitely noticeable, though, and while a little heavy, the whole phone comes together really nicely, delivering a truly premium experience. There's just one catch, though, and that's the price. Starting at 
2009, the Apple iPhone 11 Pro Max is not a cheap phone. Not by a long shot. It's very good, but it's also very expensive. And that makes a decision more difficult, especially if getting you among the best costs as much as it does. Mind you, the year's not over yet, and there's still a new Pixel on the way, plus whatever else the year is going to end with. Keep that in mind if you decide to grab a big new phone now, because there could be a better big phone just around the corner. It might even come on next week's show, but probably not. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find out about anything on this show at the picker.com.au website or at therap.com.au. A new episode of The Wrap can be found every Friday on Podcast One, Spotify and Apple Podcasts or just using your regular podcast system. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap, possibly with more phones. Take care. 